Hey everybody and welcome to the fifth edition of the Broco.life podcast where we interview Mimi from Hunts Fitness here on the Sunshine Coast in Australia. A uh, really, really epic um, session with Mimi and, and for me the whole concept of yoga and wellness is so important for guys recovering through divorce and just trying to get their lives back together. Uh, fascinating session with Mimi as to how she ended up um, from Germany um, through Perth uh, into Australia and, and just her her story and, and how she waved away from a Nike um, personal trainer to, to now a Lululemon brand ambassador. Um, so many gems in this podcast actually because there were, there were so many times where Mimi and I were talking about yoga and, and, and I myself always, I guess in a way, had seen it as a very much the physical activity but all the spiritual aspects that went behind that and how the various times when on on the mat um, I was struggling and I was dealing with stuff, how that related to my personal life. So. I really hope you enjoy it. It's um, one of the one of the key things that helped me in my journey. And uh, thanks so much to Mimi again from Hunts Fitness um, for taking the time to be on the show. So strap in, and I hope you enjoy it. Cheers. and welcome to the fifth edition of the Brocode.life podcast. Today I am at Hunt's Fitness, sorry, in Richidor, and I'm joined by Mimi. Mimi, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. So Mimi, I only know you as Mimi, from what I know your name is Miriam Fraser. Frazier, how do you say that in German? Frieser. Frieser, oh my word. Frieser, yeah, like the Frieser. Okay, so Miriam Frieser is your, yeah. is your official name and obviously known to Mimi for all those who know and love you. So the reason I've got Mimi on the podcast today and, and part of the one of the key philosophies of the broco.life philosophy is to do yoga for wellness well there's a whole I told Mimi when I asked her to be on the podcast there's a whole module on wellness which is yoga breathing meditation sleep all the yeah, stuff that yeah. guys typically won't pay attention to but when you're in a, when you're in a state of I guess crisis it's really really good to look after that aspect of your life because it just helps you process other stuff now, when I went through all my dark days, Mimi was my yogi and my guru and spent many times, many hours in the studio, kind of A, coming to terms with how bad I was at yoga, uh, but, but, but also, you There's know. There's no bad in yoga, really. <laughs> see, there we go. See, it's that competitive thing, right? Yeah, it's no bad in your fair point, but um, just also coming to terms with me spending time on me, which was, for me yeah. was very, very hard, and we'll, we'll get to all that stuff later. So. Just so for those who don't know Mimi, which is most people I'm assuming listening, I just wanted to do a quick intro on Mimi and who she is, how she found yoga and how she ended up on the beautiful Sunshine Coast today. So Mimi going back to Germany, where, where are you from, you know, where were you born and when did your, I guess, love for sport and activity actually start? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for the intro. Um, yeah, for originally from Germany, born in Nuremberg. Yeah. It's very famous for its um, Christmas markets. Um, I was always active, I think, because of my parents as well. All the holidays, we always spent somewhere outside, outdoor activities. So that passion for sport moving was always there. And um, that's also why I decided to actually study sports and move to Munich then for that. With just 20, 21, I think. Decided to study, study there and then stayed in Munich as well for, yeah, 10 years almost to... Yeah, finish my studies there, live there, and work as a coach, as a personal trainer, 
and the first six years not even as a yoga teacher a yoga teacher just as a like from a really like a strong um, personal trainer background yeah. yeah so I mean pulling back to the earlier days when you were a kid like what from a German German perspective football is huge obviously for the guys for yeah. the girls what sports were you involved in in those early days uh, just as still I am I was a bit all over the shop I never could make up my mind what I want to do so it was um, I did lots of track and field I yep. played basketball even if you wouldn't think because I'm <laughs> maybe not the right size it but I loved it and I did a little bit of dancing as well okay. hip-hop and chess dance um, that was the main thing but then also when it came to studying sport I had yep. to dive into gymnastics and learn to swim how to swim water is not my element but yeah like always a little bit of everything and outdoor activities like snowboarding, skiing, trekking, hiking, yeah. stuff like that. I was about to say that the first thing that came to mind is did you did you get into the snow every winter because it's obviously something I love to do as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% like every winter we just went for a winter ski trip. Brilliant. So for, for your choice to study was was obviously sports just your thing? Was it a, sort of a physiotherapy course or was it a more of a training sort of nutrition wellness course or how what was that yeah more the second thing so okay. sports science sports so science, okay. yeah we we learned a lot about everything you need to know about sport but then also how to coach it the proper way yeah so yeah and, and where where on that journey did you find yoga uh later on so i finished all my studies i started to work as a personal trainer but yeah. also started then to work for a company who had, had like a, a studio within their company and I did 50% coaching and 50% running the place so I was yeah. the assistant of the yeah. manager and um, we struggled to find any good Pilates teacher to cover certain classes so at some point I just was like okay I just might give it a go and do my teacher training in Pilates and that was my first step into that full mi into that mindfulness yeah. and that mindfulness movement um, and from Pilates, I then moved on to yoga. So, so Pilates for me is also something that's phenomenal. I slipped a disc in my back when I was still playing rugby yeah. and was told that, oh, you'll never play again, you'll never run again, and actually went into a three to six month Pilates, you know, just uh, training with a physiotherapist back yeah. in South Africa and was just came back stronger than ever. So for me, you know, finding Pilates at a much younger age when it wasn't cool, I guess, you know, to do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so from, from, a from a yoga perspective, how, I mean, I know, from, vaguely know there's sort of different hour marks like 100 hour, 2 hour, 3 hour. How, do, how does a, did it work from I guess from a certification point of view to become a yoga instructor in Germany and, and globally how does that work? You normally you sign up for um, yoga teacher training and yeah. like you just described yeah, there are different um, amounts of hours you can do. Yeah. Um, nowadays there is um, such a thing called yoga alliance when they are registered with yoga alliance then you are officially a yoga teacher. Okay. But interesting enough um, I did my yoga teacher training with a guru in Bali, with a Balinese guru. It was very intense, it was yeah. one on one, it yeah. was just me wow. and him for six weeks and yeah, it was a crazy time, really intense time. Not all of it was very nice, uh, there were nice times but sometimes I just struggled a lot as well. But anyways, and he really living yoga as a philosophy, not just the asana practice side, what we do here. Um, he struggled with that whole setup because he says like, Yoga is so much older than yoga aliens now. So who decides what is really yoga and what is not? Yeah. But saying that it makes sense as well to protect that whole yoga philosophy with it. Um, yeah, but I went more the original way and went to a Balinese guru to yeah. do it. Um, 
or ashram if you want to call it that way um, but yeah other than that you, you can just sign up with other yeah. yoga teacher training um, course as well so a couple of questions on that so what, what defines a yoga guru like is there is there is, is it is it a certain time like a monk where you just become guru or is there a certain I mean who determines that as a starting point yeah it is tricky it is tricky because I think it depends who you're talking to yeah so um, Guru in the traditional way is just someone who got really enlightened and feels and lives that whole lifestyle. But then also, I would say, like if I have a teacher that is really, ins really inspired, who really inspires me mm -hmm. and leads me in my path through yoga, then I would call him or her my guru as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like your master, yeah. if if you want so. So a yeah, mentor of sorts, which I. Yeah, but I never would call myself a guru, for example. I, I referred, off camera, I referred to Mimi as my guru, and she was like, <gasps> don't you dare say that. I'm like, well, for me, you were, right, at, at yeah. that time. Yeah. Uh, something, something else you said there that struck out to me was that, that you struggled, and I've, I mean, you're obviously physically very limber and strong, so what did you actually struggle with? Because that intrigues me. Yeah, I mean, my first approach to yoga probably was like, for many people, the same thing, um, it's more about that stretch, I just want to get more flexible yeah. um, and all that. But like doing yoga for a longer time, I realized it's so much more. It's not that physical practice at all. It's something you explore and you discover within yourself. Yeah. And that can be, yeah, just not pretty as well. And normally when something arises which is not pretty, we just move away yeah. or we distract ourselves. But there I was really forced to sit through it. And um, yeah, it's just many things are coming up. Lots of yeah. self-doubt and negative feelings towards yourself. Yeah. Um, that was one main thing. Um, I also felt maybe a bit lonely because it was one-on-one. -on -one. And the relationship I had with my guru was on a different level. It was more like an energy level we had, but we didn't talk a lot about yeah, personal things or something. Yeah. He knew that I was from Germany, but that prob and my name is Mimi. That, but that probably it was, <laughs> was it. So um, sometimes I just thought like it would be nice to have someone around me to share all the experience with. Yeah. Um, it was over Christmas, so I just felt a bit lonely as well. But the main thing was just that I was like, oh, that's hard work, facing all the... Yeah, I mean, the, the inner demons, right? I mean, yeah. I, I can resonate with that so much. And I know the guys listening to this podcast resonate with that, right? Because yeah. you, you suddenly, you know, as I always say, when you go from being a full-time dad to 50-50, some guys every second weekend, you have this enormous amount of time in your hand. Yeah. And you sit with your demons, right? Exactly. And, and that's, that's when, that, those are the dark days and those are the days where you really, really struggle. And I know for me, many times somewhere scattered on this floor where you in your own head and you're like oh, shit, I don't want to be here I know I need to be here yeah and I, 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 I many times you said you know stay far just to the class but you know find stillness stay stay yeah. centered come back into the room and I felt like you were talking to me at the time yeah. but it was just that that huge struggle right where you, you you've got that freight train but you know once you do find stillness and find focus you know you always walk out you know you leave the mat going okay yeah i'm slightly clearer so i can i can resonate with that big time mm, yeah so after after you did your six weeks in bali back to back to munich then or what happened? Uh, no that was um so i left germany to do like that whole thing teacher training but also travel asia yeah um, knowing that i will go then to australia for good okay. together with my partner we went to perth first yeah 
and I was there for three months just to check it out because it was actually my first my f first time in yeah. Australia um, and I really loved it yeah. so went then back for three months again just to close all businesses in yeah. Germany and then came back so so how did you and, and I mean Stephen's Mimi's partner how did you and Stephen decide in Australia was it just because he's Irish from memory or yeah, how yeah. did you guys end up here was it just you know the lifestyle or, or what was it that yeah, drew you here yeah so Steve um, used to live in Australia when we first met okay he came then to Germany lived there five years with me but always had in the back of your head lifestyle in Australia is just so much better and yep. it is I mean I miss my hometown a lot but lifestyle here is just better work-life balance and all yep. that it's sunshine being outside a lot so that was the reason why we, we decided to go to Australia and for him as well talking English and yep. it was easier for him so on that topic how's the surfing coming on <laughs> not good don't ask I, I still have all the all intentions the <laughs> <laughs> just manifest that maybe <laughs> I know, uh, okay. I know. So, I will, I will get <laughs> into it. So you guys at Perth and then you end up on the Sunshine Coast yeah. or where else did you go, straight here? Yeah, it, especially like for this, Hans Fitness. So Hans okay. Fitness gave me a call at some point. I love Perth, it was nice. Yep. Hans, Fitness, Hans Fitness gave me a call and said like, hey, we opened a great studio here. What would it take to get you over here? Yeah. And because we're both a bit like chipsy souls, we said like, yeah, let's give it a go. Nice. Mm. So uh, I also know, um, you know, when we first met you, were obviously a Nike trainer. When, when did that happen? Because that's obviously, I mean, from my perception for you, that must have been a, you know, Nike's the biggest footwear manufacturer in yeah, the world to have yeah. that stamp of approval from a global brand. Yeah. How did that happen and what did that do for your career and I guess your exposure? Um, that happened in, back in Germany. Yeah. And I think I just was lucky again. Or I really believe that if you put something out there and you trust, it will come. Doesn't mean just lean back and eat yeah. a bag of potato chips or something. Work hard, yeah. but also be ready to receive. And this is how it felt a little bit for Nike as well. So it was just as my career career as a personal trainer. Yeah. And um, I had contact with Nike before for something different. It was more like I was um, applying for a Nike shooting star event. Yeah. Didn't win that competition, but they then knew about me and knew about me in Munich being a personal trainer. And then they were looking for a master trainer in Munich and contacted me again and said Brilliant. like, hey, do you want to be part of our team? Magic. So like, yes, of course. And, and that, I mean, that was a good relationship and a long relationship with them, Yeah, right? it was. Um, and that, that was also one of the reasons why it was really hard for me to leave Germany because yeah. um, it seemed just to get big in Germany yeah. with, with Nike and also my other projects. Yeah. So, yeah, I was I said to Steve at some point, we either go now or never because yeah. if I now cross over that next obstacle, yes. I probably don't want to go because then it would just have been way too much work and way too much things to give up. So now that you, you know, so you're on the coast, how many years have you been here now? Uh, Two years and three okay. months on the coast, yeah. Australia, okay. just over three years. Great, and just obviously working here at Hanson Marichal, which is a for anyone on the coast, great place, yeah. awesome people. So check it out. Um, obviously, focusing on yoga and, and yoga yeah. primarily here as part of your and um, teaching anywhere else at the moment, or, or? no, just here. Um, I offer retreats myself yes. as well. Um, so this is with my feel good chunkies business Brilliant. retreats all over the world. Day retreats on the Sunshine yep. Coast as well, but yeah, we just came back from Bali. We'll be yep. in Mallorca for June. Brilliant. So let's talk about your retreats. When did those start? When is that? Is that a new thing or? Was... It's a new project. Yep. Yes, it is something I always wanted to do, and it is funny to see as well how my whole um, focus shifted a little bit as well. Like 
being from only a personal trainer now I even would say I'm more a yoga teacher than a personal trainer I mean it yeah. still is like goes hand in hand yeah. right um, and just spreading my love to yoga and what I experience with it and yeah. I'm s I love yoga I really do it's just ah and like spreading that word and getting it out there yeah. is, is my passion and um, it is done bit easier and better with retreats because you have more time and you actually can yeah yes. sit longer through things and stuff um, so yeah that is kind of the shortcut around yeah. so I said that would be nice to offer retreats and and here's a I guess a personal question you know as, as someone filling someone else's cup all the time as a teacher yeah what do you do to fill your cup is, is it is it the gift of giving or, or what what's your yeah Good point, actually. I, I get a lot of out of it. Like when yeah. I see it clicks with people or people push through a hard time or something, that really excites me yeah. and it can it fills my cup as well. Okay. But in saying that, I still have to look after myself as well, but sometimes gets a bit short and yeah. I just know it's okay, I need, actually I need to rest as well. And yeah. I just do the same thing than what I preach. I try to do yoga, take some time off, go on retreats for myself yeah. where I'm just a student again, yeah. all that. Try to have life, work balance, in a good balance. So, um, a couple of the, the ladies I know who you know are very excited about Lululemon, <laughs> which believably is like the brand for, for yogis, I think, for I understand. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still waiting for my yoga pants. For those watching on YouTube, you'd be glad to know I'm not wearing any. Um, so, so, congrats. I hear you were brand ambassador for Lululemon. Now, how did that happen? I know there's been some silent yoga stuff happening around yeah, the coast. Yeah, yeah. So, just talk us talk about how did that happen again, and congrats, and, and, and what you're you. up to with them. Thank you. Um, similar, like, with the Nike story, it was just, like, I trusted and <laughs> put my hands out there. I was like, okay, because Nike came to an end. Yeah. Um, with me leaving Germany, we still had, like, a relationship, but... At some point they said it doesn't make really sense for them having me in Australia, but I was still with the German brand management oh, okay. team. Yeah. So it came to an end, and there I was, and just uh, two months later, Lululemon approached me and asked me if I would be keen to be their ambassador, which just, yeah, really amazes me that it worked out that again. Because, I mean, like being here on the Sunshine Coast, coming from Germany, and then having the opportunity to work together with such a great brand yeah. is, is, is really nice it's just it's awesome, awesome. Yeah. I, I, I fully believe and you know if you if you speak to the universe it listens right yeah yeah exactly if, if you if you manifest and believe that yeah. I'm a strong strong believer in that yeah and and talk about the silent yoga you've been yeah. doing in the morning so because they they just opened their store here in the sunshine plaza yep. yesterday and um, just to yeah celebrate that we had a sunrise yoga tour scheduled where we started four days a day yoga in the morning with silent yoga so you have headphones on and you don't you hear music I play in my voice just through the headphones and it is um, it is amazing yeah. it is really a different feeling because you pulled so much more into your own practice yeah. and you really press or it makes it easier to be present which we want to have through our yoga practice yes right? exactly right so yeah. it's all about being present in the here and now because that's really the only moment where we can feel happiness yeah and um, yeah feel content because whenever we think about the past, we kind of have regrets or, we, yeah. And when we think about the future, we normally get a bit anxious and frightened. Yeah. So, yeah, there's only one place to be. <laughs> so I know Kate is a mutual friend of ours and her husband's the executive producer for the show. Um, she went to that in Coolum and she said it was amazing. Like, yeah. really, oh, like, yeah, the feedback was just like, oh, this, mm -hmm. is, this is awesome. So before we get into sort of the, the reason we're here today to talk about guys and yoga and the perception yeah. behind that, how have you felt from, a, I guess, from you know being in Munich as a PT, 
moving to this yoga world now this lululemon brand ambassador yeah. uh, retreat yogi guru yeah. <laughs> threw it in there again how, how's that changed your life and, and your just your daily chi and your energy and how you float through this world uh i'm not even sure if i have an answer because i kind of yeah i just go with the flow there yeah it's just sometimes you know when you get um pop-ups on Facebook or Instagram and says like one year ago you've done this and that that's yeah. sometimes when it gets me I'm like oh yeah I came that far or yeah. without like came that far without making any other um, progress uh, talking down you know it's just for me yeah. how much I changed or how much I learned yeah. since then that's normally only when I notice it when you reflect and, back yeah. yeah but like being in the thing like been in the moment it's just like yeah it comes and then you, we work with that yeah. I just said to Clint as well when he started that actually that thing <laughs> scares me a little bit as well but now I'm here with you talking about random stuff so yeah. that's just how it goes you yeah. know and your English is perfect so don't worry <laughs> Mimi was worried about about accents and many people can't understand me as well I think it's, it's, part, it's part of my charm right like, I have yeah, no idea 100%. what he's saying but I quite 100%. like his I quite like his accent I don't know what he's saying though yeah um yeah so i think that's an important thing to do though that you you don't plan too much or you don't label yourself too much yeah. you don't put yourself too much into a box yeah because that can really cause unhappiness and it also maybe limits all your options that are out there because you have an idea okay i want to be that kind of person yeah. and i want to have this ready but maybe the universe has a different plan for you and then you have all the beautiful other paths you can go down yeah. but you don't like it because you're so focused on this one yeah. point so yeah me just kind of floating around yeah. helps me to be be happy and maybe with that i get also all the beautiful opportunities because i just give it a go so i just want to hammer that point because i think it's super important and it's an amazing way to answer my question because it's it's what mimi's doing and 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 focusing on is mindfulness right and yeah. being present to where you are and once again for the target audience of guys listening is, is, is if you're just present and live in the now and not assume your pre-perceived pre life as, yeah. as, as which is obviously not how it's going to be that's when opportunities happen exactly. if, if you let them in right and that's exactly. I think that the point you said that if, you, if, you're willing, if you're willing to receive yeah. like a lot of people I speak to or a lot of advice I've been given just talk about advice personally I haven't been ready to receive it at that point in mm -hmm, time mm -hmm. six months later the same gem resonates mm -hmm, and I think yeah. that goes with you know, both personal growth and also opportunities that surround you. Yeah. Yeah. It's true, yeah. Okay, so I think it's a perfect pivot into guys and yoga. Yeah. So, so my perception as an ex-rugby player um, <laughs> yeah. uh, who, who doesn't bend very well um, is, is yoga's not a guys thing. I was always intrigued by it. I knew, obviously, because I surf and I'm in the ocean so much, I know I needed to do it yeah. for mobility. But it, it was, it was uh, two, two things. I think, A, it scared the bejesus out of me. And oh, why is that? I, I just, just from an intimidation point of oh, view. Oh, really? From, a, from, a, so from the ego competitive aspect. Yeah. I want to be the best at everything I do. Okay. <laughs> see, <laughs> uh, see, that's, yeah. yeah. It's good to hear those things because this is something so far away for me that yeah. I don't even think about that that might be the reason. Oh, that for me, it was, it was mm. just coming in here and being shit and not being good enough. Yeah. You know, because, because you can't bend or you can't do that. Or, but you know. did you know theoretically that yoga is not judgmental and it is not about that or did you not even know uh, did you know that and you still had that same fear or did you not even know it sorry i just blacked out what did you say 
<laughs> no, so. no, no, no. Like what? What is not competitive? What? No. no. Yeah, you know that, right? No, now I do. Like not now, now, now I do. But coming into it was, you know, if and, and I think once again this will stop a lot of guys in trying new stuff, like yeah. trying new sports, trying new things, because no one likes to be shit at something. Yeah. You know, from an ego perspective. For me now, I love being shit at something because you can evolve, right? You yeah. can you can see the path. So for me. The intimidation of coming into a room full of women where I don't know what I'm doing, you know, you don't know downward dog flipping, you know, all, all the various poses that we that we do, um, and and also just not not being good enough mm -hmm. was a huge huge blocker for me. Okay. Yeah. Is that interesting for you? Yeah, it is. Cause, I mean, yeah, I, I'm aware of it, but like, one thing we try to to do all the time through yeah. our practice as well is actually squeezing their, uh, squeezing their ego. Yeah. Their sh sh no ego should exist through any practice. I know that's hard and no one masters that probably or some, but not, not me as well. Um, but yeah, that like that yoga is that there's no wrong. I really mean that. Yeah. Like there is no better or worse. So, and that's something I, I, I thought everyone knows. Not a guy's perspective. Jamie, you know, he's got a friend here from America. He's also shaking his head aggressively at us <laughs> at the moment. But yeah, so that's, I mean, hence me wanting to do the podcast with you, right? Because yeah. through, through my path of letting go of the ego, especially in a yoga room uh, and understanding it and seeing the benefits, hence me having you on today. So, you know, guys can shortcut it and listen to this and say, it's okay to go there and not, and, and just do it, right? Because you're always yeah. going to benefit. So coming back from just, you know, hopping onto the, the, the guys in the studio. How's it since you started, what, five, six years ago to now? Have you seen the demographic change of more guys starting to ripple into the class? Yeah, yeah, actually, I actually have, which is beautiful to see. Yeah. Um, um, probably because people know that, or there's more awareness out there, or consciousness that yoga is not just about stretching and touching the toes, but that it is actually really good for your mental health as well. And that yeah. is about breathing. I mean, yoga is actually way more than that. We have eight limbs in yoga. Yeah. And the asana practice and the breathing are just two of them. But um, What are the other six? Uh, well, that's just like living um, a life where you're not attached to things yeah. and um, being good to each other. Yeah. So just like normal. It's a lifestyle. Yes. It's not just a sport, yes. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, that would be probably a new episode, a whole episode of the <laughs> podcast talking about that. Um, but I think, yeah, that people actually notice that it is really calming your mind and yeah. helping you to cope with other things off the mat. Um, that uh, help that guys came. And that's such a huge thing because that point you made about the calm, right? Because as soon as for me going through the beginning when I realized, well, you know, I'm actually physically capable to do this. Mm. You know, once I've got rid of that fear, yeah. to like I can, I can do stuff and I'm strong enough and I'm limber enough for a guy, I guess, yeah, yeah. to do most of the practice. Um, the benefits were the calm, right? It was yeah. the breathing. It was just when you, when you shut the brain off and breathe properly yeah. and just focus, the, the things you can do on, on a mat, yeah. you just I just thought I could never do, exactly. but but it's and, and that to me that resonates the rest of your life. You're saying, well, as an ex rugby player doesn't bend, you started to do some pretty cool yoga moves. Going, shit, what else can I do? You know, mm -hmm. if if but that came with stillness and calm and breathing, yeah, which is so important to me. Yeah, I, I think it's, that's probably what it is. Like as soon as this clicks, and I always say as well, um, try yoga, but try at least four classes. Yeah, because the first one is probably terrible. 
It's terrifying. Or terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> and you feel, because you just, yeah, it's all those funky names and those bit unnatural movements maybe for yeah. a start. And you, can't, you don't even scratch the surface of moving to the rhythm of your breath. And that is actually the magic, because when you add in breath to yes. all of your move it, movement, you, you start to loosen up, to relax, and so much more opens up for you. Yes. So much more space. And you might have more success through the actual asana pose, but also that feeling that comes with it is just, yeah, it's that why people always walk out with a yoga clothes and they can't even explain what it is, but yep. it's just that rest you give yourself, if it's just for a second, but that rest for your mind where you switch off for a tiny second can yeah. be so recharging. It's, yeah, that afterglow is amazing. I mean, it's just, it's just, you just, you know, once you invest that time in yourself, it's, it's key. And yeah. Some, something else I just wanted to touch on, and this is my, my, my personal story, I guess, and why I almost forced myself to do yoga yeah, in the beginning, yeah. was I was the ultimate people pleaser, who made oh, yeah. everyone <laughs> around me happy. Mm -hmm. So I was um, very servant to those around me, and nothing for myself, mm -hmm. not a single thing. And I, and I know this will resonate with a lot of guys I've spoken to as well. Suddenly you're in a situation where you have all this time, and you're like, should I have to look after me now? Yeah. So for me, the, the, the practice of coming to yoga was I'm going to lock out this 90 minutes for me. Mm -hmm. And that was difficult to do. Yeah. It was a really, really that was, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't the fact of the actual practice and the physical movement. It was actually being selfish in quotes, yeah. you know, to put the oxygen mask on and look after myself. Yeah. Um, have you heard that feedback from guy? I, I mean, girls probably suffer from the same thing as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course, and you just you're on your yoga mat and you think about all the things you could have you could do instead of yeah. being here, yeah. and, and that is just coming from that point of perspective, really. That um, we make all the time for everyone, but we hardly make the time for ourselves, where we just yes are that selfish enough and say like, okay, in those ninety minutes or sixty minutes, yeah. it's just me and my breath on the yoga mat, yeah. not being distracted by anything. And um, I think that is also the difference to, because others say like, yeah, I do just boxing or something to yeah. get it out there, to have it as a um, buffer. But um, then you still just, you just distract your mind again from the actual issue. Yeah. You don't spend time with yourself. You, you spend time with like punching and stuff. Um, I mean, the art of stillness is, is so powerful. Yeah. And, and you know, that's where, when you, when you said you were in Bali and you resonated with just that alone time. Yeah. Like for me, Yoga was a, a, a fundamental way and a weird link of being comfortable with being by myself yeah. and being still by myself. Yeah, yeah, such a good point. You, you like that? Yeah. yeah, because I mean now, I mean, in the beginning I was desperate to be around people and, you know, not, yeah, I don't have my kids yeah. and oh, I need to get yeah. a girlfriend because I'm missing something. I was missing something exactly. in my life yeah. um, because then, I wasn't comfortable with my stillness. Yeah. Um, whereas now I can have weekends where I just don't see anyone and I'm just calm and happy. But yeah. that was through you know, the journey. Exactly. That's so true. I love that you say that because that's something everyone struggles with as well. We, yeah. we, we struggle being just good with ourselves, being alone with ourselves, yeah. being comfortable with ourselves. So we try to fill up that, that hole inside of like, yeah, food, um, company, yeah. drugs, whatever is out there, but it never will fill that mm. hole because there is nothing that really can fill it. It's just you or yeah, we can only fill it ourselves really. That's the aha moment right there. You know, it's is is only you can fix you. Yeah. You know, exactly. and, and if you, and what I'm hoping to do through the, my program is that if you want to walk through the street at calm and peace, you need to love you. Yeah. You know, and it's hard. It's it's hard to do that, but but I believe, and hence us, you know, putting this part of my course and you being here, 
getting the mindfulness and starting with yoga, which is a, a controlled environment almost. Yeah. It's a guided way to start it. Yeah. It's so, so important. It's just the, the benefits for me have been enormous. Yeah. yeah. So let's move on to breathing. Yeah. Which is obviously key to, to the practice. And, you know, I sometimes got my inhales and exhales wrong during certain movements. As long as and, then, and then I was, <laughs> I was breathing. Breathing, um, <laughs> breathing is, is another thing that I've got a chapter on as well. You know, diaphragmic breathe, like proper breathing yeah. to stay calm. When did you come across breathing and breathing properly, right? You know, in terms of mm. deep breaths, calming. Was that when you started your yoga practice or from the personal trainer days? Yeah. Was there focus on that? Probably before my yoga practice, but just with a different approach. Yeah. Maybe it was more like, yeah, having better lung capacity to perform better yeah. wherever you are. Um, when I did my teacher training then, um, we really used it more to come into a meditative state. Also to connect more with, with, with yourself within, yeah. tune in more, because um, yeah, like in a normal day, we just breathe really to the two thirds of our lungs, maybe yeah. And just like when you do that, you probably notice straight away it kind of makes you hustle. It makes yeah. you go a bit more energized and, and not settled, not calm. For those listening in the car, I was panting like a dog there. <laughs> So, just for the visuals, it's not a good look, right? <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah, we used it there to, to create stillness for our body, so yeah. the mind will then follow. Yes, and it's, I mean, like breath work to me is one, is one of the biggest aha moments mm -hmm. in my life, mm -hmm. and finding nice. calm. And I, I read a book, uh, I think it was... Uh, it's a guy who did seal fit. I can't remember what his name is now. Anyway, I'll put it up in the show notes. But his whole concept as Navy SEALs, you know, oh, yeah? mm -hmm. when they're in their combat training, it's all nasal breathing or nose breathing because that's how they stay calm in the brain. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and every drill that they focused on was more about the breath work rather than the execution of the task. Yeah. Because yeah. if you breathe properly, you, your heart rate stays low and you can exactly. focus. Mm -hmm. And he had the concept in his book called box breathing, which is where I first started breath work, mm -hmm. whereas you inhale for five, hold for five, exhale for five, hold for five, yeah. and just do that for 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and, and the, the monocom that that brought, just, you know, just woke up in the morning just going, oh, you know, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so, so powerful. Yeah, it's so powerful for, for, for just for the sake of breathing, but also because it is a tool to distract the monkey mind. That monkey mind that jumps from one thought to the next, right? When you have to count five breaths and five breaths and yeah. holds and then five breaths again, there's no room for any thoughts. Yeah. So again, we create that um, greater state of consciousness where our mind is... I mean, I wouldn't say like clean all your um, thoughts because yeah. that probably never will happen. But at least let's detach from thoughts so there's no emotional attachment exactly. going on. So yeah, so, you're just busy with your counting, so you can't think and create a world that is probably exactly. far away from reality. So, so one of the strategies, coping strategies I've got if I get a shitty email or a text, <laughs> I go do 10 minutes of box breathing. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. it's very aggressive in the beginning and then slowly calms and it's, it's just amazing what, what that 10 minutes can just do to you, as you said, because you, you're focusing on the count and you just yeah. you know, let a lot of stuff go pretty mm -hmm. quickly. So it's... it's yeah. To, to me, it's one of the the hidden gems of the anatomy is to breathe properly, and awesome. and you know, yeah. and as as I said, with me practicing yoga, when I do get out of flow, you can you know you get short of breath, you get tired, yeah. but once you tuned in and in that flow, then it's just you know it's, it's amazing. Yeah, and people really struggle even 
if you draw their awareness towards the, their breath, yeah. they still struggle to take actually deep breath in. We come, we kind of unlearned it completely. Yeah. So yeah. breathing into the belly is something that feels so unnatural. So some people are not even yeah. aware. Yeah, they don't, they can't even, they don't even know how to do it. Um, but just like, yeah, just terrible because it it drags that long. Um, thing along that then muscles tense up and it, yeah it's just that vision surfing goes worse and worse let's that. let's lead us into meditation now this and i've said this in a couple of podcasts is the biggest benefit i've come across um but also i, I guess it's that um the perception of guys is like this hum you know yeah. we have to, go to sit for eight hours a day as a monk um What's your take on, on meditation? Obviously, and I know personally that you think it's hugely beneficial, but yeah. just, I, I guess, you know, two things, your perception of meditation and just easy ways for guys and girls listening to start getting into that meditative state because to me that unlocks everything. Mm -hmm. um, so what are your thoughts on that? Oh, okay. Um, Another podcast? <laughs> no, no, not at all. I think just get it started is yeah. probably the first thing. and. Start easy on yourself as well. Know that you don't have to do an hour straight away. Yep. Maybe just like a few minutes each day and yeah, just to take away that, that terrifying feeling of it again. Yes. Isn't it funny how we actually freak out to sit in silence? Why is that? I mean, we rather get up and do stuff we actually yeah. don't even enjoy to do yeah. than sitting down and just sit. That always blows my mind a little bit. But yeah, just even a few minutes is good. And if you do that, maybe always work with a timer as well. Yeah. Or use a guide. There's so many ways of meditations out there. So find something that works really. And, and what what is what is your meditation practice look like mm. when you fill your cup? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I do different techniques as well. Yeah. Um, I probably prefer mala beats meditation where you have that. that that chain of beats where you roll over one beat and the other. So explain that. So, um, so you have 108 beats yeah. uh, and um, you with each beat you roll over your finger, you can either have just a mantra for yourself or affirmation. So that'll be or a positive a affirmation. Or, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then you go all the way around 108 times and it oh, wow, takes awesome. roughly like 20, 30 minutes depending on how quick you go. Yeah. And, and would you repeat the same affirmation for that meditation session or how would that work? Yeah, yeah. So it is the same thing over and over again yeah. at 108 times. Okay. Yeah. And how often do you, I mean, if, if you're not you know, doing all your stuff, how often do you try to do that a week? Uh, even if I do all my stuff, I try to sit down at least four times. Four week. times? Yeah. Wow, well done. Yeah. Um, normally in the mornings, yeah. I'd get up, maybe just brush my teeth or sit somewhere else. Yeah. Sometimes I have a cup of coffee as well and then do it judgment free on coffee yeah you know that's <laughs> a safe space because <laughs> in the morning i find like the the mind is still the freshest yeah. and it also sets your day perfect it, it sets you up right yeah. i mean there's i think i mean i don't have the studies of heart but there's tons of research around that yeah if you're going to do the the wellness and self-help stuff it's get up early and do it yeah exactly and as you said it sets your intention for the day so yeah you know, when you go in sitting in traffic, you're in this zen state rather than, yeah. you know, having read 100 emails that you know you've got to get to, yeah. which is quite important. Yeah. And um, I think also don't give up on it because, I mean, meditation doesn't work that way that you get up and you think, yeah, it was a great meditation. Yeah. That is what I get out of it. Um, 
you don't see any apps popping after your meditation is done, yeah. like that. But if you stick to it, you might notice that people notice it as well and say like, oh, you yeah. seem so much more relaxed, even before you notice it, that you were able to cope with things better than you've been without your meditation. Yeah. And then it's hard to reflect it back to that as well, because you might go like, oh, maybe it's just because I have a good day. But yeah, maybe it is because you had a good meditation or oh, meditation, not even a good one. So have you tried any of the apps out there? Because I know there's, I know there's Calm and yeah. there's Headspace and there are a couple other ones. Have you have you experimented with those at all? Um, I use sometimes Inside Timer, which is a guided meditation. Okay. So it's not like I think the others are more like really how they teach you how to meditate. Okay. I, I, I don't use those. Yeah. So. Um, I sometimes I do guided meditations. Okay. Just um, sometimes I feel that more like when someone is whispering in my ear. But uh, again, it is. I think more beneficial is the one where you sit in silence with yourself. Yeah. And you really notice what is going on within, what so, is arising. So I, 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 I did a life hack on meditation, as I do with most things in my life. Yeah. Uh, and I was very fortunate. A Canadian friend of mine, Blair. Uh, I was I, I did a keynote presentation somewhere and I was just scattered. I was all over the place and this is in the early days of getting divorced. Right, my mind he, he could just see I was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, and afterwards he said, "Ah, oh, you know, listen, I want you to listen to something." And there's a company called Centerpoint. It's an American company called this meditation called Holosync. Mm-hmm. And what it uses just with stereo, sort of stereo earphones, 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 stereo earphones, it brings you down to a delta state. Uh, yeah. uh, just through sound, so yeah. doom, 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 mm-hmm. doom. and then as you go sort of li- as you go further in the program, it gets deeper and deeper. Your sort of the stage you go to, and I've had a stage now where I, you record your own affirmations into it. So mm-hmm. I've recorded my affirmations that they encrypt into this audio track that you just oh, wow. yeah. You know, I fall asleep with it every night. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I have a power nap pretty much every day for thirty minutes with just sort of a recharge affirmation, yeah. and it's 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 just like it's that's changed me. It's calmed me and it's changed. Yeah. It's, it's so so powerful. Um, so I'm a huge believer in it. Wow! Amazing. And I don't. And I sit still when I surf. So is that does that count? Uh, <laughs> one of the yeah, few. I mean, yeah, kind of, okay, kind right. of. But then again, it's probably with your eyes open and you're just amazed by the beauty of yeah. the ocean stuff. And I'm always talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> I should have thought so. <laughs> so what, there's a conversation to be had somewhere, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Sitting, sitting in stillness is probably more like yeah, from your mind. Okay. And this is not <laughs> at about two o'clock in the morning by yourself in stillness, right? Mm. No. <laughs> so I just, I just, um, one thing I want to close up, and I think it's coming a lot today, and I know we didn't plan on speaking about this, but is manifestation. Mm-hmm. Now, this is, you know, this is the woo stuff for those who don't want to listen. This is a secret. This is vision boards. Yeah. This is all that stuff. And I know my friend Jamie, who's here, has heard me hammer on about it this week got a friend visited me from america about manifestation the power of putting stuff out there yeah um it's come through so strong with you today that you you obviously a strong believer in that world yeah. it's, it's you know led you to the life that you wanted to live yeah. just want to touch on how you found out how did you how you got into that was it intuitive was it something you read back in the day uh probably a mix of both yeah i mean in the end it's it is probably not even that because when you manifest something in your life you look really deeply within for your own purpose. Yeah. Because otherwise you don't have anything you, you put out there, right? You, you need to know what you do you want to manifest. And I think this is what most of us um, don't do. So we just live a life without even knowing what we actually need and want to achieve. Amen. And 
Um, but as soon as you get to that point where you know what you can do, the, the path just seems so much clearer for yourself as well. And you yeah. know what you have to change to get to that point, uh, what you have to get rid of to get to that point, or what you have to yeah, embody to get to that point. And then it, it will work as well. Yes. Like I said, I mean, trust in, in the universe, but still you have to do the work. You have to know first what yeah. you actually want. And, and a lot of people struggle with that, right? Yes. And, and if you start that self-awareness journey of looking within, something you said there really resonated is getting rid of certain stuff. Yeah. A lot of people have certain behavior patterns, friends, yeah. family, whatever oh, that yeah. are toxic around them exactly. and may not fit into where they truly want to be. Yeah. Or they, um, yeah, sucking your energy as well. Like not, they might not even do or take something from you, but just your energy and exactly then right, you yeah. like and at the other end and you don't have the energy to do actually what you yeah. want to do. Yeah. And yeah. for me that you know having that manifestation of what was coming in my life which is my biggest epiphany is that i can't control other people yeah you know so it, it, it's a huge a you know yeah. based on my story and those who've listened to my podcast know my story i can't control what anyone else is going to choose to do to me exactly the only thing i can choose is me my space my house and everything around me yeah and when you come within like that and you start looking what's out there it's it's pretty liberating yeah it's scary it's yeah. scary coming from someone who wanted to control everything and everything around me, mm. knowing that you can only make sure that you're okay. Yeah. Um, and and also, um, I mean, you're saying you you used to be a people pleaser and mm. you seem like a very caring um, <laughs> person as well. Uh, sometimes it's hard to do that and not feeling guilty to be selfish because at some point it is kind of a selfish thing yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, sometimes we just feel too guilty to yeah, take care of ourselves because we would maybe disappoint our good friend or yeah. you know, be there for the other person or whatsoever. Um, this, yeah. is a, this is a real men do cry uh, episode. Um, <laughs> a little known story about me that now the world knows about. The, f- the first time I went to my first yoga class, yeah. which was up in Sunshine Beach, I drove up there. I had to pull over to the side of the road because I burst into tears because oh, wow. it was the first thing I did for myself. Wow. Yeah. And it was so really, really, yeah, I know, it was okay. really hard, but it was, and hence me saying I forced myself to do it. Yeah. But it was such, it, it wasn't paying the $17 or finding the time. It was actually, I'm actually doing something for me. Yeah. And that was huge for me. Yeah. Very symbolic. Yeah. In a weird way. Mm. Yeah. In a good way, definitely. On that emotional note, I'm tearing yeah. up and it's early, yeah? <laughs> oh, my word. Can I have an Irish coffee? Um, so, Mimi, just in terms of, uh, just to wrap this put a bow on this episode and can I, ha- yes. can I ask one more question of course you that. can so I was because you said like for you coming to yoga it was hard because you felt like you might not be good enough for mm. it had it also something to do with like showing feelings and actually actually accessing that whole feeling side of yours and um, yeah just like being a bit maybe female on that on, on one side because you yeah you feel instead of did you just the call same. me vulnerable? <laughs> yes. Yes. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, no. But is that a scary of, thing? Of, of course but, it is for yeah. a guy. Yeah, vulnerability is, it's, you know, once again based on, on my upbringing, which is a South African alpha male. Yeah. You know, it's like you, 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 for us, you enter a rugby field and if you don't leave with stitches or bleeding, then you're not a true man. Yeah. That's just, you know, very, very grateful for my upbringing. But to come to the, <laughs> no, I mean, it's, just, it's, it's, you know, it's sort of, I guess, framed who I am. But yeah. being vulnerable is not good and obviously the the and i'm you know once again we're chatting off camera about why i didn't start this you know what what was the tipping point for me to start this podcast yeah like i sat with it for seven months 
you know, but by recording that first podcast, A, it made me vulnerable. A, it mm-hmm. showed that I wasn't perfect. It showed all my kinks and all my warts, but that vulnerability and letting go in that vulnerability is huge because it's just, it's, 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 I'm, I'm finally free. Yeah. But it was understanding that, that vulnerability, so you spot on. Okay. Yeah. Good. And hence this project, right? So yeah. these are the things that I've been through and I hopefully got to a state of calm where other guys don't need to, you know, spend decades sitting yeah. in a state of trauma when, yeah. when they're there, they're quicker ways to get to the resolution. Mm-hmm. That answer your question? Yes, it does. Brilliant. Well done, as well, like, <laughs> you actually made it. <laughs> Did I? Shit, there's still a pulse. So just to, just to put a bow on everything, I think just for, for, for me and you coming from very athletic backgrounds, you know, health and fitness is just yeah. part of our daily lives. For guys who probably haven't, just some maybe five tips, like wellness tips for themselves if they, if they haven't done anything athletic and they sort of, you know, rolling out a divorce at mid-40s, five things they do to start, you know, to start the practice of, you know, yoga, breathing, meditation, wellness. What would yeah. be your, I guess, your best bang for your buck for guys to just, you know, start the journey of, of self-care? Oh, uh, okay. Let's, Put you on the spot there. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, like, like you said, meditation and breathing yeah. is already a good thing. And I think to start with in a combo is probably easy as well, because then you still feel like you do something. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you combine and just, and then as I said as well, don't feel like you have to go f- for full 10 minutes straight away. Two minutes is yeah. great. And then saying that also, it's like that mindfulness throughout the life as well. So you can't, you, you don't have to practice meditation only by sitting still. Yeah. You can actually practice it as well when you talk, for example, having a, commun- a communication with someone, put all your focus just on that one topic yeah. you talk to and you practicing already, focusing, concentrating, meditating. Yeah. Then another point probably would be just try to be active throughout the life as well. So don't think like, um, the only way to do it is to go to a yoga class or something. Maybe just try to sit down less when you make up a sh- yeah. sh- shoelace in yeah. your shoe or something like that, yeah. you know? Because this will help you as well to get that. Your mobility. Yeah. yeah. And in saying that, also know that yoga is not about flexibility. Or if you're not flexible... <laughs> says, says she is like a cat. So like, yeah. No. You put your leg here and it's like, no, it doesn't. I don't fit. I mean, I think every class, Mimi's like, Mimi, I don't bend this way. It's like, yeah. <laughs> um, or, or say, like, if you say, I'm not flexible enough to do yoga, it's almost the same as you would say, I am um, not strong enough to do weight training. Yeah. I mean, why do we do weight training? Because we want to get stronger. So. It's a gun show. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. What else? What was the question? The question was, <laughs> and, and just, yeah, just general tips for guys. I mean, I guess the message about it's just start, right? I mean, yeah, just start. Any, anything's yeah. better than nothing. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's the old. I think Tony Robbins uses this, and before I've, it's the old. It's it's the two ships going. If they go just one degree separate, which is nothing, yeah. over a year they'll be you know thousands of nautical miles apart. But yeah. if you just start that tiny increment every single exactly. day, you know, it you're gonna change. you're gonna get to that part of yeah. of. Um, yeah. Yeah, you, you can evolve. Just in, so something I've put in my course as well, you're talking about you know, being present and being mindful. Yeah. What, I, what I've, I've got an exercise in there for the guys is when they walk around, just smile at people. Mm-hmm. Spend a day just smiling at people. Mm-hmm. And it seems weird in the beginning, but if you know whether you're at the checkout, you just you know, walk past someone, you just smile yeah, at them. 
and, and it, it, you know, if, if, you, if you've got a glow and you resonate and that comes down to the mindset and your mental presence, yeah. it's simple things like that. If you just go, I mean, you can choose, right? Yeah. You can go over the grumpy if you just smile at people for no reason. So true. That glow you comes back. Yeah. Yeah. You can choose, yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's actually a nice thing because um, as soon as we know that we are not our thoughts, we are in control of it and we can choose again. So sometimes we just get, talk ourselves into a rage of like yeah, being upset and stuff and making up a reality we, yeah, a that's reality that's far away from the truth. And as soon as we notice that and we then pedal back and go like, hang on, that's just me talking to myself, saying the same things over and over again. That's not true. Yeah. Um, then you're in control again and you can actually change it and maybe give a smile out Give instead. a smile out, sure. <laughs> Um, so Mimi, thank you so much for your time. It's been an amazing conversation. You will always be my guru, even though, <laughs> even though you don't like that. Um, wh where can people find you? We're going to put, I'll put links. I think Stephen did a cool video for your Lululemon stuff that we'll put yeah, up. I saw cool. that. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. We'll put up links to you and all your web pages yeah. and your retreats. So wh where do people get hold of you? When's the next retreat so people can book yeah. it out for you? So easiest way to find me on the Sunshine Coast is probably with Hans Fitness. Yes. This is where I am Monday to Friday teaching. Um, I'm also pretty active on Instagram yes. with Mimi underscore go for fit underscore. So I communicate all my events on there as well. And then, um, yeah, I do day retreats. There's actually one upcoming uh, coming up here on the Sunshine Coast. Easter Sunday where oh, we do pottery and yoga. Okay, I so won't. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's not you, you, no, you lost me at pottery. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, yeah, bigger retreats like more day retreats are yeah. coming up. I have one in June in Mallorca in Spain. If anyone is keen to travel to Brilliant. Spain, are you going back to Germany for, for, for summer? June, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then Byron Bay hinterland in November. Yes. So, uh, five days. And I had friends that do that and they had an amazing time. So, yeah. 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 Awesome. That's well, Mimi, thanks again very, very much. I guess we better finish off with a namaste. Yes, yes. please. Namaste. namaste. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thanks, Mimi. <laughs>